Welcome to another episode of Slide Between the Pages with your hosts, Beck and Amanda. This podcast is dedicated to our love of sexy, spicy, dark and gritty romance novels. Please be warned that our episodes are explicit and do contain spoilers. If you have any triggers, please check each book we recommend before you read them. Otherwise, hang on tight and enjoy the ride. Friends, welcome to season five episode two and we're changing it up a bit this week aren't we this mm-hmm. week we have Brittany or Brit from fiction and friction books indie bookstore welcome Brit hi <laughs> <laughs> we have been very excited about chatting with you because we've got lots of questions um but (laughs) I'm sure most of you already know Brit especially if you're Australian um but if you don't know Fiction Friction you would know her as off the book pages because we've recently had a revamp all the new rebranding which we love by the way Mm, I love the new I love the new logo super cool very yes absolutely absolutely um so you can follow her on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the places. And you would have seen on Instagram, we posted um, the link to Brit's store as well. So give us a bit of a rundown on the store, how it came together. What got you into it? What was the catalyst in going, you know what, I'm going to open an indie bookstore. Funnily enough, it was another very last minute decision too. So I think from the time I decided, yep, I'm going to do this, it was two and a half months before I then (laughs) opened to the public. I love that. It was very much, okay, we're going to do it. And it was the biggest thing was it was before indies became popular. There was still Mm -hmm. very much a stigma. I was on Bookstagram and I had just actually gone to the babe event and I was posting all of my photos and I was posting my book hauls and there was maybe 10 people who knew what I was talking about like I had hundreds of followers at that point and 10 of them knew what indie books were and what like kind of events were in Australia and I was like this is really sad because everyone should know about this Mm -hmm. and I was I, I thought on it for ages I kind of thought I was crazy and then I spoke (laughs) to my family members who also thought I was crazy and then I spoke to a few of my book friends who are from the same indie community and I was like what do you think and they're like you know what I I think it could work because there's nothing like that around like there's there's nothing that that's like fits into that little box and then I spoke to about five authors I know and I was like hey how would you feel about this and they were like ah that's amazing and then two and a half months later I opened the store with I think there was already nearly a hundred books I had like wow I think there was something like there was 80 something books on opening night and it took me two and a half months to kind of get it all together I was like right let's do it and I did it (laughs) and now we're here (laughs) fantastic (laughs) And so you, but you also started making bookish merch before, before you yes, opened so the book pages? the bookish or? merch was before yep. and that was when it was off the book pages. So when I, when I decided that I was going to start selling books, because um, before that I was just selling all of my stuff on Etsy, I was like, okay, I'm going to need a website because it's really hard to kind of customise things on Etsy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I didn't think... Well, for starters, I didn't think it was going to take off the way that it has. So 
when it was off the book pages, I was making merch and all of my ideas came from off the book pages. So that's kind of, that's where the name came from. And I just kind of kept the name when I started selling books because I was like, well, there's no reason to change it. And then the store started taking off. And that's when I kind of started thinking, oh, maybe I should kind of, you know, change the name to something that kind of fits more what it became instead of what it was initially at the start. So mm-hmm. that's that's why the name was changed because the original name was for all of my ideas that came from off the book pages and all of my little merch things. And then once I realized that the store was just continuing to blow up, I was like, okay, I think it's time for a bit of a (laughs) rebrand. Yes, absolutely. And I love that story as well, because, you know, we're very similar to that when we come up with ideas too. It's just like the idea is there, you look into a little bit and then it's just full steam ahead. It's happening. Um, (laughs) So, you know, it's the best way to do things. This podcast. Dive right in was very much that we were oh my gosh I can't even think it's been over a year now which is crazy but like (laughs) Christmas like 2020 yeah that's right because we sort of we're coming up to we're coming up to two years now I know crazy um we were just having like some drinks and like you Brit as well we're part of like that book community for very long time and we started and we'll get into this bit later but we got it you know we started reading because we both had babies and you know sleepless nights and whatever um (laughs) and we and our husbands are always like seriously you should start a podcast they've been saying it to us for a very long time because they're like seriously other people besides us need to listen to you talk shit (laughs) (laughs) and so probably like can you do it elsewhere i think that's legit what it was i was like please stop talking to us about it uh, find someone else <laughs> that might listen and, and it's care. so great because we found so many friends but they're like yeah and then one day I was in office works and I seen the mic and I sent Amanda a snap and I'm like I bought a mic and she goes so it's happening I'm like it's happening <laughs> she literally just bought a mic I was like okay then cool yeah, yeah. Uh, like so what you're saying is I need to buy one now too <laughs> yeah yeah that's I was like I'll buy one for you yeah <laughs> So doing it. I, that's exactly right. I mean, you just got to go all in with these things. It's the passion. It's the passion. Yeah. And I think that's what drives a lot. Like you'll find a lot of successful businesses versus businesses that maybe aren't so successful. And I think that's the massive difference. If you've got the passion and you've got the drive and people can see that, they want to support you. And not only that, you kind of attract similar people to you. Exactly. Yes. You end up, you know, you end up working with people who, we do similar things in similar like industries and obviously we're all part of the indie community Mm. but when we all get together we're all like so supportive and like we can talk about like our respective jobs within that community for hours absolutely just don't get bored and it's because of that passion so I reckon if you've got that passion it's probably one of the biggest things yeah if you've got that passion you can do anything I've had so many people message for advice and things like that and I can't really give advice because I wing everything. I wing it yeah. because I go, I kind of get a feeling and I think about it and then I go, well, I'm not going to know unless I try it, am I? Yes. And then all exactly. of a sudden I'm doing it and it either works or it doesn't work or you change it up or you leave it the same. But yeah. if you don't try, then you don't know if it's going to work that's out right. and you don't know if it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I exactly think, right. I think, um, you know, and for us as well and, just going back to what you were saying with, you know, like 
there not being anything in the community, like the indie community, especially like, you know, the romance with the romance genre as well. Like I'm going to be completely honest. Like we have been reading romance for, oh my goodness. Like how old is Hannah? Like 13 years almost. And, but you know, we didn't even realize there was this whole book community either until we actually Mm, started really getting more involved in it. It was like, well, hang on a second. There's all yeah. these people because there's always like there's this misconception that, you know, why are you reading it's still It's still to this you day. Know, like it's man. definitely it's in, it's definitely evolving, but still to this day, it's still quite taboo in some places. Uh, like why it's though? still it's just like an yeah. like it's the and people just don't get it. Like, you know, when we started our book box, there was a lot of questions like, well, Who's, who's gonna, gonna buy, buy that? Him? Yeah, yeah, like from like, our don't family you worry and about it. I know who. Yeah, and I'm like, do you know how big the romance book industry is? Like, it is. So that huge. was basically exactly what my mum said to me when I said that it's going to be mainly romance books that I stop. She was like, "Are you sure?" She uh-huh. like, "Do you? Are they going to sell? Do are yeah. you sure that that you know people are going to be interested?" Mm. And I was just like, "You don't understand the they romance. Don't. You don't. You like." <clears throat> On the outside, we might be quite subdued and, I don't know, private's not the word I'm looking for, but we we definitely can hold back when we're in a room with people who don't love the same things that we love. We can definitely hold back. As soon as we're in a room with people who have similar tastes than us, it is like some wild frat party. (laughs) Like it is in like. We all just love the same things and it's it's a whole different space. And I remember the first book signing that I went to was in 2015 and my mum thought I was insane because I bought 119 books on my, <laughs> my first signing. And I think from memory I was the second person. So they kind of at the end of the event they were like, oh, who bought the most books? I was like the second person. There was only one person above me and she was mental and she bought about 150 books. And I just was like. <laughs> I, I like that you like. I was gonna say, she was mental. Like she bought 20 more books than me. So yeah. 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 Like she was a whole nother level <laughs> than what I was clearly. There was like that 20 or 30 more books makes a huge That made difference. a huge difference. Yeah. But like my mum just, I got home with my three suitcases and my mum just looked at me and I was like, what? <laughs> Like, why are you judging me? Stop looking. Like, like, we don't judge you. Read all of them, and I'm like, there's no smart shaming. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I've read half of them. She's like, are you gonna read the rest of them? Well, I did. I've, re- I think I've probably maybe got five or six sh- like books on my shelf from that very first signing that I've never read. That's it. I think that's pretty impressive. I think that's like, very impressive. <laughs> very impressive. I mean, if people just don't realize the dedication that we romance readers have. Like it is hardcore. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. you know, they don't. just trophies at this point. Most of us just read on our e-readers and then yeah. we buy trophies. 100%. They're there for prettiness. That That's there to say, yes, I've read everything on that shelf. And then yeah. people go, no, you haven't. And you go, well, actually. I have. And also look how pretty they are. I have. And that look for me them. as well. They're like, you haven't read all these books. I'm like, no, I haven't read these ones, but I've read them on my Kindle. I do yeah. laugh. Um because we have like at our other job we have um you know a colleague who is in a book club and yeah and it's not I, I don't know it's just like 
I, I, it's not just romance related. It's just general it's like books, whatever. It's general. Yeah, it's general. But, um, you know, they were like saying, oh, my gosh, I have book club next Wednesday. So it was a Friday and they had it next Wednesday. And and what was it that she said? She said she had 50 pages to read. That was her goal. She and had she 50 pages to read by the following it. Wednesday. And I was like, and I was just sitting there like. I know. I could see Amanda's like brain ticket over like, I would read 50 pages in an hour. I like that. Yeah. I'll be reading that. That's done. What you, I'm like, what are you talking about? What do you, you mean? Easy are you done. telling me that takes you a week? Oh, I'm sorry. You've got f- five days to read that? Like what's happening? <laughs> but she set it as a goal. And I love when she sets her book, her book, uh, her book goals. Oh, no. Because oh, the whole time I'm there like, because they have no that idea. goal's achieved. Yeah. Easy like, done. I've done that. I, I yeah. could breeze through that. That's, that's nothing. Yeah, I feel oh, like no. we're a whole nother level of Yeah, we reader. definitely are. We like, definitely are. It's interesting. Like there's book readers and then there's us yeah 100%. I know that's right that's right and even um you know because no one at our work knows what we do so we've been keeping this secret yeah. for years it's hilarious <laughs> and now it's to the point because at first it wasn't because we were embarrassed or anything like that it was because we we just didn't want people to say it's never going to work we didn't want the negative yeah. energy we didn't yeah. want so, the negative energy but now we've gone this long and no one knows and now it's like <laughs> now it's just a little know. giggle that we have we just have a little giggle about it. And then yeah. we got, when we were at that book signing, uh, Books by by the Bridge, and we there was a photo that we got tagged in with, like, Chris and Lockie, and they're like, who are these guys? They're like, they're our friends. They're our friends. You're like, so about that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you um, mean? But I got called into a meeting, like, uh, and as part of our team sort of fun thing to do in our meeting, they were like, all right, so I want you all to come prepared to share what book you're reading uh this week or like you know a favorite book of yours and then tell us a bit about it and I literally for a full week I was like Amanda I cannot I cannot I'm pretty sure at the time I was reading Madison Kate and I this was a while back and I was like I can't, I can't share this <laughs> no I can't tell someone what I'm reading no, no. Like, not when we work for a tech company oh, who is very much Mm, static I guess <laughs> so yeah. I ended up explaining it as being like this cry, like this crime friction <laughs> I mean it with a it side did. of love with right. gangs and shit I was just like I remember <laughs> actually I I remember I can't remember who I was ex- oh my goodness no it was um the guild now I don't know if you, you might have seen this so on my Instagram story, I had my Ark of Kill Order with me and I took it to my dad's side of the family's house for, I think it was my brother's, yeah, it was my brother's birthday dinner. And we don't come from a family who are secretive about that sort of stuff, really. But I remember thinking just because of how absolutely ripped Kai is on that cover, yeah. <laughs> I remember pulling it out of my book sleeve and thinking to myself, just for a flash, I was like, someone's going to say something. <laughs> and my grandpa was there and my daughter was there and all of like my siblings on dad's side and my stepmom's friends. <laughs> and I was like, I don't care because it's not inappropriate because my dad walks around the house shirtless. There's just one very big difference. He does not look like Mr. Kai here. (laughs) (laughs) So I was kind of just like, yeah, whatever. And I had it sitting on the table and my grandpa was like, 
You could see he wanted to say something, but I don't think he wanted to be rude. So he was kind of just looking at it, <laughs> just like, like discreetly flicked it so he could see the whole thing. And he said something along the lines of that doesn't look like something because he's he reads, but he's one of these readers, not one of us readers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I left it on the table and I was talking, I'm pretty sure I was talking to my stepmom about the book. And I turn around and my grandpa's sitting where I was sitting on the table, holding the book, reading the blurb. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't see this actually. I was like, Grandpa, yeah. what you what you doing over there? <laughs> and he full on read the blurb and then kind of just shook his head and then like turned it over. Obviously, it's a third book, so he probably couldn't even gauge what it was about. Turns it over and looks at the guy on the cover and he just shakes his head again and like chuckles a little bit. I just thought it was the most hilarious thing because he didn't say anything to me. My grandpa is, he's, my grandpa is a ladies man. Uh. He's a dancer. Oh, I love that. Six foot tall, quite handsome for his era, I would say. You know, tall, skinny, ballroom dancer. You're getting the vibe like what I'm going for here. And he's had a, a handful of wives. I think two I think two were actually wives three were like long-term partners that I remember and I think the fifth is the one he's with now I think so I was very much like if he says something I've got some comebacks I've got some comebacks like he was just getting some tips that's what I think he was just like looking at it and he was like and I I gotta note this name down (laughs) name the down and because that's what made me remember because I explained it to him like a crime book so when he was like like this doesn't look like something I'd read I was like oh well it's kind of like this crime book except (laughs) she has two partners but get this both of those partners they want to kill each other um so they're kind of like so there's a lot of fighting for, her, fighting for her love, and my grandpa just shook his head. Didn't didn't say anything. He just 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 shook his head, and I was like, "This is the greatest day of my life." Like I was like, "This is hilarious." Meanwhile, <laughs> grandpa was probably like, with all these like partners, he's probably thinking like, "Yeah, I've I've been a like, part wait, of a few of these situations. <laughs> yeah, I've been a part of a few of these situations. Yeah. I get this. I, I get this. it. Yeah, yeah." And that's why I was like, "It's funny how we describe books to other people." Yeah, because we kind of don't want to freak him out, especially if it's dark romance. I know. You don't want to flat out tell someone exactly yeah. what you're reading. So, so what happened was oh, they kidnapped her. She was locked into their castle. But the thing is that they are actual psychopaths. Um, yeah, and yeah. so they have cut her, but then she found out she liked it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But she actually <laughs> wanted it. So, you know, there was there was a scene where she like, she didn't want it at the start, but then she did want it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she and was so, like, like wasn't handcuffed bad. to the ceiling. And so originally she wasn't into it, but Is so you could Stockholm kind of say it was not consent, Probably. but then at the same time, then she started enjoying it. So it was yep. consensual. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah mm. So it, it's, and it, it's just really hard to spot. You've got to read it. <laughs> Because like, read it. I mean, it sounds weird, but it's actually well, really good. One of the one of the girls in my team, she does read, and she, you know, well, actually, they all read, but she's like, "Oh, Beck, what's the name of this book?" I'm like, "Oh, I'll send it to you." Oh, anyway, just never did. Just never did. No, no, no. I just never did. Trust we'll me, keep you that probably part to won't ourselves. enjoy this one. <laughs> no, it's a bit. It's a bit weird, like, like, let's just say it's more of a historical romance. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. (laughs) Or when people ask for book recommendations and you're like, what do you Mm. like, though? Like, what do you like? Which section of my 
of my red pile oh, should I pull God. this recommendation oh, from? Well, what about <clears throat> what about our friend at work? So she's the only person that knows what we do, and she's gone on a trip um, this week, and she's like, "I want you to, to recommend me something now." I freaking love her to death, and I went to recommend her something a few weeks ago. And Amanda's like, "Cause she she loves Nicholas Sparks." Okay, oh yeah, this is where yes. we are. Yeah, without okay, this, is where, this is where we're at. She's like, I love Nicholas Sparks, and which is great. Like, I love the Notebook too. Um, but she's like, I went to recommend her something. Amanda's like, "You cannot, you cannot go." <laughs> She's not at that level of the reading pile. She's well, over I think it was Academy of Starter or something, but it was like, she's like, she can't go from the notebook to a full on, like, Why choose romance? For a book with like gang and like triggers. And I'm like, fantastic. <laughs> and like, I know it's fantastic. So in the end, we found something that we read a very long time ago. So um, we went back to our 2014 reading journey. Yeah, we went with the Until series. Uh, by Aurora Rose Reynolds. We thought that was a, a little bit more there. Yeah. A little bit more there. And so, and she sent me. You've got to kind of tame there. yourself, don't you, when it comes to book recommendations? <sighs> Absolutely. You can't, you can't just fling out your most recent five star because no. it's probably not going to be somewhere <laughs> no. there going, oh, this is fantastic. And that was confirmed <laughs> when Beck gave her the book and she got purchased the books and she was like she bought an omnibus of it and the she was like, was like but I'm going to a family resort and like what am I gonna do about this cover she has to buy a book sleeve <laughs> she bought a book sleeve <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> and just I said how's it going at the fair she sent me a picture she goes oh my god I'm freaking loving it and I'm like well yeah okay mm-hmm. and then I said how's the family friendly resort going she's like I just hold it really close to my niece <laughs> And I really love her so much. And I'm like, okay. So I think the chick by the pool with the book up to her knees. Exactly. Like just like reading the book. And then if somebody like, if she's up to like a spicy scene, you could just see somebody coming over and she'd be like. (gasps) Don't do that. Yeah. I think like, I, cause I'm, well, I've got glasses, but I'm even with those glasses, I'm quite blind. And (laughs) I remember like, I, I don't know, I kind of have the fear now, but I used to have like a real ridiculous fear that everyone who was walking behind me was reading over my shoulder type of thing. So <laughs> the words on my Kindle are quite big. So I know <laughs> someone a fair distance away can read them. And I remember being on the aeroplane and yes. I was getting to a really spicy scene and we know those cracks and we know people are nosy. And I just subconsciously, I was holding my Kindle and the spicy scene started and I always get a window seat and I kind of just went, diagonal that thank you very much like diagonal to the cut light to the crack because I was like what if this person behind me starts reading my absolutely filthy scene yeah and then is kind of like they probably wouldn't say anything but can you imagine like the thoughts that they'd be thinking of you the whole way and then you get your bags and you have to go all the way to baggage claim with them and they're probably thinking this what a perm I know. Yeah, and now with TikTok, you know, they're just filming it and like putting it on yeah. TikTok. Yes. Like, what is this? Yeah, they're like, look what I have seen over here. So now yeah. I just subconsciously do it on the plane. I just make sure that the Kindle is like sideways. And so <laughs> no one else can read it but me. 
someone yeah. stole my seat on my way home from Sydney and I couldn't be bothered dealing with the argument because it was a guy. And so I was on the aisle seat. I've never felt oh, more uncomfortable. The worst. I've oh, never worst. felt more uncomfortable. And I was like reading, <laughs> but I was like, someone from this side can everyone. see, the guy sitting next to me can see, and the person behind me can and see. And the air hostess like, when she's doing, doing her... Uh, Trolley yeah, when she's doing the rounds, and I was like, click, click. Like, I'm not ashamed at all, but I don't want to have to deal with the looks. Yeah, it's hard. Like it's hard because there's no shame involved, but at the same time, like, it's a really hard thing to explain to somebody that doesn't read it. Do you know what I mean? Or is as obsessed? Yeah, they don't kind of they kind of don't understand until you're absorbed. My daughter goes yeah. to a Christian school. Yeah, um, our our kids do too. Ours. <laughs> yeah. And I got asked um, for a book recommendation from the uh, principal. Did you recommend Priest? You should have recommended And I was like, I was like, so actually I basically just sell romance books. And he was like, oh, oh, that's interesting. That's it. Do they sell? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I should have been real scandalous and recommended priest, shouldn't I? That's a yeah. lost opportunity. Yeah, that was a total lost opportunity. <laughs> I would have been like, yes, here's one. <laughs> oh, my God. So you did I would start... never have been able to look him in the eye again. No, <laughs> absolutely not. So you did start the bookstore back in August 2020, right? So we're, yes. we're coming up to the two-year anniversary, which is very exciting. And also, you know, you said you started with 80, 80 books at the start, which is an epic start, by the way, but you're now stocking yeah. over 700 books by more than 100 indie authors, which is... That's gone way up since then. Did you pull that really? off my website? I did. Yeah. You need to update yeah. it then. <laughs> I know. I was looking at that the other day thinking, oh, so I've got... So basically what I do is I've got this like an Excel sheet. Yeah. It's not fancy or anything. It's just so that I can keep track of every yeah, book absolutely. that I've ever stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, and she... I haven't done the last month's worth of like new releases. Yeah. And even before that, she was up over 800. That is awesome. For some reason, I feel like it was 811. I don't know why that specific number is like jumping out to me. Um, But it's... But seriously, like that's a huge accomplishment. Like it really is. And something to be really proud of. I mean, I don't know if you noticed the song choice that I put with my Instagram story for announcing you as... I was very impressed with your song choice because normally the song... Actually, now I'm trying to think. I listened to it, but for some reason the song choice is not registering to me right now. I don't know if I've got it. Let me just see if it's still an active story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Let me see if I can bring it up. Um. Yeah, because I was like, I like to pick them. So. Oh yes! Now, okay, yeah. Now it's yeah. registering. I was, I was very like, impressed. Yeah, I thank you. I really thought about that when I said it. I was like, okay, what song will I pick for this episode? Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm normally, like, oh, I'm normally the song it. expert, like the soundtrack expert. Like she's like, all right, I've got this book with this scene. Pick a song. I'm like, yeah. all right. She's the song connoisseur. Yeah. Let's we even had, like, it was me. It was me this time. We even had people Ooh, reach out nice. to us as well. Like, hey, Beck, what song? I want to do a post. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So, Pick a song for me. <laughs> coming up to two years, um, you know, what, 
you know, we've had a few teasers in your stories. Um, <laughs> yeah, about some big, some big announcements. Um, so what can we expect for the store moving forward? Well, within, I don't even know, what are we? What are, when, we're only at the we're start fit, of August. Of August. It's like it's halfway oh, through. Already, I know. Oh, I know. Crazy. But I'm going to say just to be safe and make sure that everything is actually sorted, I'm going to say that within a month from now that Fiction and Friction is going to be a physical store. Oh, it's my God. The forefront. That is amazing. just online. <laughs> so it's, I'm definitely going to have the keys before then, but it depends on when we actually open the store to public. Um, but I'm going to say about a month. So probably a month and then I'm going to have a full bookstore with shelves everywhere and a little lounge area. Oh, my God. Yes. I love this. Everything. <laughs> I can just imagine it and I can imagine how epic it's going to be. But that is such an achievement like what a next level to go to when you're running an online store to go to a physical bookstore that is amazing and guys I never thought it would happen like I always had plans right I'm going to build my house and I'm going to build a warehouse Mm. on my property and I'm going to run it from my house but with the housing market the way it is right now you are lucky to even find a piece of land that is tiny let alone something that's the size of what I need so I was like, oh, let's just have a look at some properties. And then it's, you kind of have to, if I showed you what the current property looks like right now, you're probably like, you're insane. Like, <laughs> probably, you probably would take one look and look away because it used to be a hairdresser and it was a hairdresser for, I want to say 10 years, but it might be less than that. But it was like a decent chunk of time it was a hairdresser's for. And when I walked in, the first impression was, oh, this is a lot of work. And then I started actually imagining everything. I was like, okay, so all the bookshelves can be on this side of the room with new carpet and like benches and stuff. And then this little nook of the room can be like have mats on the ground, can have like some shelves, but not too many because it's going to be like a little lounge area. And there's going to be like a tea and coffee station in the corner, like self-serve. You can just come in and grab whatever you want type of thing. And then I was like, okay, so this is actually perfect. And I was very paranoid that after I'd made the decision that it was perfect and started planning everything in my head, I was like, oh, are they going to reject me though? (laughs) You can, you can fill out the application and the landlord can go, yeah, absolutely not. Like, sorry (laughs) no can do so I was very much like oh great now I've got all these amazing plans in my head I've got like a full I had a full layer as soon as I walked in there and did like a lap around the building I was like right this is the stock room this is the packing room curtains (laughs) need to go here this is what paint color we're going here's where the bookshelves are going here's where the lounges are going and then I was like okay stop don't get ahead of yourself you might not actually get the property yet (laughs) I did I did so I was very much very much excited and then immediately the excitement followed by oh my god how am I going to do this in a month (laughs) and because you months to prepare going back to your um you know passion discussion uh you know it was only a couple of weeks ago that this was decided and then came to fruition so yeah I think it was it because it was about three and a half I think it's three weeks I'm trying I've lost so like track of weeks so badly at the moment it's not even funny but yeah it's about three weeks ago and it was like a very last minute it was 
honestly, I didn't actually think it was going to happen either. I was talking to my stepdad and I said, you know, I'll just, you know, have a look what's online. And the first place I saw wasn't available. The second place was available and did a lot of work. And I rang my best friend and I said, am I crazy? She's like, am I crazy? Because rent is a lot of money a month, especially like when you're like in a retail space. Yeah. The property I found is actually quite reasonable. I think I was talking to my sister who lives, I think she's an hour and a half away from me or something like that. And I told her what the rent was a month. And she was like, I'm paying more than that for my rent for a house. So I got a fairly good deal, um, but it's a lot of money that I could be putting towards other things. I could be putting towards more books. I could be putting it towards saving for a house. So it was really like a weighing up. The fact is that fiction and friction is as big as it's going to get while I don't have a physical place yeah. to do everything. Like I very much have to space out everything that I do my pre-orders, my restocks and releases, my book boxes, my bi-monthly like books that I do, I very much have to space them out to give myself enough time to pack everything before I get the next influx of orders. My orders right now for the first time in about a month are under 300. And I think this morning I fulfilled all the orders I posted yesterday, which was another like 30 something orders. I think it was like 33 so we're down to 230 orders that I have to fulfill. And by the time the last of the book boxes go out, that'll be under 200 orders for the first time in about three months. So as soon as I do something, there's more orders. So I'll be like, right, I'll do a pre-order here because those orders can come in, but I don't have to pack them for three weeks. Mm, so yeah. while those are being packed, I'm also packing all of the release and restock stuff that's like immediately here that needs to be packed. But then it gets to the pre-order just as I finish packing those things. Like it's literally so close. Like at the moment, I've got the book box that will be finished today, hopefully, as long as I've planned it right. <laughs> then I've got an, the next exclusive cover for the store. That needs to go out as well. So there's about 73 orders that are just those books. <laughs> and then... <clears throat> goodness me um and then this morning I got another 50 book delivery which is the bi-monthly mystery books that I do and the pre-order that I just finished so they've all arrived at the same time and so I was like okay well if I don't have a store and I don't have somewhere people can come help me yeah where can I go from here and, exactly. and the reality was I this is as much as I can do as one person in the space that I'm in yeah and so if I wanted to do more and be bigger have more authors, more stock consistently, all that sort of stuff, then I have to have a store. So yeah, it's more expensive and I've got to make sure that I'm like covering that rent, but it's the only next step that there was if I wanted to continue getting bigger. If I wanted to stay how I was, then I could have just done that. But I feel like there's more potential for fiction and friction if I have the store because absolutely, it's just kind of, yeah, it's that next step that, I can tap into the local market as well. I've got five local customers and that's it. And absolutely no bookstores in my town. So I would be the only bookstore. And we know that traditional companies have been coming and nabbing our indies very quickly at the moment. And so a lot of those books are now available in Big W. And something else that kind of made me go, oh, that might be a good idea to have a store 
all the books that were available in Big W that I used to stock are selling out consistently. Every time I go into Big W, there's either fresh shelves or empty shelves. So we know they're cycling through, which means people want those types of books. People want those romance books. They're buying them. They want, you know, they want to find them, but there's not always many in Big W. And so if I can tap into that market that wants those types of books I can be like well actually I have a store full of those books that's literally a two minute drive from Big W if you're lucky it might be one minute that's how far it is because it's kind of off of one of our main streets and so I thought this is perfect and this is kind of the next step and hopefully it's the right step like I could totally fail (laughs) and then end up having to close but like we were saying before you don't know until you try and no, so you don't and I think that's the it. thing you've you got to just wing it <laughs> I'm one of these people that's like if you are given an opportunity like you should just take like yeah you got to take you it seriously take it because you just never know and if you do fail, there's nothing wrong with failing I think, no as well like and I think that's the thing because it's an online business and because I already hmm. have a very loyal customer base it's not necessarily failing because I worked out the whole rent for a year um, plus all of the outgoings and everything like that. And I said to myself, if I don't make enough to account for that cost, how much debt, I put that in brackets because it's not necessarily debt, but how much debt would that put me slash the business into? And I could justify it because one month's rent equaled out, and that's obviously not profit wise, but equaled out to me doing one release and restock. So I could pack everything up from the store, put it all back in my storage unit, do one release and restock, and I could essentially recuperate all of those costs in one release yeah. and restock. So even if it fails in a sense is that it, like, it doesn't work out or maybe I'm not hitting that local market, my customers and like my most loyal customers are online. So I yeah. could just pull it all back That's to right. like a warehouse storage unit yeah. type space mm. and it wouldn't actually fail because I've already like, You've already got the customer base. Yeah, I've built that customer base. And because I think that's one of the most important things to me is that I don't just come out and try and sell people books. I don't jam what I do in people's faces. I've built a community up, not just around my store, but around like the authors, the books, the genres that people enjoy. And I think that's why people keep coming back because they're coming to someone who reads the same things that they do. Yeah, <laughs> it's not exactly. just it's the a random person trying to be like, oh, you should buy this book. Yeah. It's, oh, you should buy this book because I read it and it's amazing type of thing. Absolutely. It's a different type of situation. And we've had that yes. discussion many times as well um, in terms of yeah, building relationships, but also like with small businesses, there's always that point that you get to where you're like, well, this is as far as I can go here. So I either need yes. to make take that next step which is always scary and there's there is financial risk involved or stick stick at this point and never evolve yeah and that's the thing and it's kind of like again it's the kind of the same reason that I started the business so when I started the business it was you know there was a huge gap in the market there was absolutely no bookstores like mine there was two that was similar. So there is, I don't know if you've ever heard about it, but there is a romance bookstore in America somewhere. I think it's called the Ripped Bodice or something like that. No, um, and one. they are, they're a romance store. So they don't just stock indie books. They stock like trad books as well, but they only stock romance books. 
and then the bookworm I think it's still the bookworm box um by Colleen Hoover she has a store that I believe with her and her sister yeah they are like a charity though and so they're run on a donation Mm. base like you donate books we sell them it goes to charity yeah so they were the two closest like bookstores I could find to what I wanted to do so I was like you know what I'm gonna do it and it was the same like when I decided about the physical store because there's no bookstore in my town at all. We've got Big W and Target. That's it. That's literally, well, not, it's not even Target anymore. It's Kmart. But that's all we've got and that's all we've had. We had like an Angus and Robinson, which closed when I was in high school. And like, I'm not that old, but I am 28. So it's been <laughs> at least at least 10 years since this, this town's had a bookstore. So it was kind of like, you got to weigh up what, what you want to do. And I was like, okay, well, for starters, I don't need the business off the street, if that makes sense. Like I don't need the hmm. foot traffic from my local customers to survive because I've already got this amazing community. But anyone that walks in off the street is a bonus. Anyone who sees the yeah. marketing stuff that I'm going to do when I'm marketing it, that's a bonus. And something else that I really want to do is I want to have two book clubs for the store that I host. And I don't know how often I'm going to host them. It obviously depends on how much work it is. But I want to have a book club that is like for us older, mature ladies. (laughs) Um, But I also want to do a book club for teenagers because my sister is 15 I think she's been reading romance since she was about 13. I can't get her to tell me when she discovered Wattpad, but I'm going to think about 13. Considering <laughs> and I think the reality is you see a lot of people who are like, oh my God, no, kids can't read romance. You can't, it doesn't matter what you do, they'll find it. Oh, there's 100%. Wattpad, there's ASOS or whatever that, the other one is that people talk about. They are going to find it. The problem is if you make them feel like there's not a safe space where they can discuss what they're reading, yeah, that's when issues start happening. She reads The Fault in Our Stars, Five Steps Away, all that sort of stuff, and she's like, oh, my God, they both die in the end, but it's so cute. And I'm like, um, you probably need help, but okay, I've got a book that I think you enjoy here. You and it was, uh, it was a YA help. book. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, it's a YA book, so you can have this. There's another book in the series that's an adult book and there's spicy scenes, but it's also very similar. They were both about cancer patients that die. And I said, you're not reading that one until you're a little bit older, though, because it was a bit spicy. It wasn't too spicy, but it was enough for me to go, oh, you're 14, probably shouldn't be reading that. (laughs) And she just turned around, she goes, Brittany, I have a Wattpad. And I was like, (laughs) excuse what? (laughs) When did this happen? And she's like, I've had it for like ages, Brittany. Like, it's fine. Yeah, like, Brittany. God. And then Jesus. I, I just was like, okay. So I sat her down and I was like, okay, there's a couple things that I want to mention to you. I want you to A, know that that's not how real life happens. We, um, we don't, most people do not have sex like that. Okay. That's very unrealistic. So just for, for starters, do not base your relationships off of what you read in those books. And two, what do we do if a man ever speaks to us like that in the real world? Because <laughs> you don't tolerate it, let me tell you that. 
Like you do not do that. And I just like, I basically just like laid out some stuff for her. I was like, this is not real life. This is fiction. Relationships aren't like that. Men are not allowed to treat you like that in real life. And if I didn't have that conversation with her, no one would have had that conversation with her because no one knew what she was reading. Yeah. Mm. Like she's now 15 and she'll come to me. I've got messages on my phone. She'll come to me when she's reading like the weirdest stuff. And I think one of the messages once just made me absolutely lose it. Cause she's like, oh my God, he is making her hit him. And I was like, oh my God, I'm glad you can talk to me about this. Because if <laughs> she went to my mum and was like, oh, the main guy is making the girl hit him my mother would have been horrified my mother would have been <laughs> just like, wait till you get to den of vipers sweetie <laughs> yeah and so i want to make a safe space that's not just for adults yeah because where do kids go if they want to talk about it they end mm. up talking to people who they probably shouldn't be talking about and i think that's like tiktok has a massive young generation yeah. that have never really like They've never been around before. And if they have, it's been very quiet. Like you read your little romance books in private and you feel a bit like ashamed or guilty. You don't, you definitely did not go, well, not when I was in high school. You definitely don't go to high school and be like, oh my God, I read this book last night. That, no, no, no. you, that's like very much private room stuff. So I want to make sure that there's a space for those kids to come and actually be able to like talk about it without feeling that shame that a lot yeah. of parents kind of put on their kids like oh my god you can't read that stuff well they're gonna read it you can tell them no and you can try and avoid that but yeah. as soon as you give them internet access and a phone you're done you, they yeah. can do whatever they want yeah, they exactly just need, like they need to know that they can talk to someone about it without being like shamed about it yeah and I kind of want to be that space so I think I think like it just has so much potential if I had a physical location to do things that I just wouldn't have thought was possible doing if I didn't like, if yeah. I didn't have a physical space. I couldn't do that from home. It's not the same. Like my I think, poor dogs would probably yeah. not like me either having um, a rotating door. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty cool. I think you'll have a lot of uh, young girls definitely keen to sign Fingers up. <laughs> my daughter will be like, how do I get involved in this book club? <laughs> Count me in. Is there 100%. 100%. <laughs> she'll be involved. Okay. So should we move on to some questions, yeah. some fun questions? Yep. Go for oh, it. And also, before we do that, just be aware that Britt does have another big announcement coming up at the end of the month. Yeah. And you can, you know, keep an eye out for that as well. Yeah. So all yeah, of you people me. thinking that the bookstore was yeah. that announcement. Everyone no, who's thinking that that big announcement that I've been hyping up for months is a bookstore, uh, it's you not. are you are very wrong, Incorrect. but that actually makes me happy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm Incorrect. like I said to I said to you girls earlier is so many people have guessed that that's a bookstore and not one single person actually that's a lie there might be one person who's actually messaged me about it but she's a closer friend of mine so she kind of she knows an my idea. train of thought yeah yeah whereas all these other people are like nah nah you're definitely opening a bookstore well I am now but this next announcement is something that maybe one or two people have ever guessed in the whole entire time that I've like been taunting this secret 
So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what people's reaction mm, will right. actually be to it because it's not what they thought. <laughs> Throwing a spare. Now, now they've got to start yeah. thinking again. They're like, yep. shit. Okay. Come up with more ideas. <laughs> like I was kind of right, but also wrong. So twenty like something days to do it. What is it? The fifth of the month. Yeah. Got like 24, 25, 26 days or something like that to come up with some more ideas. <laughs> mm, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if you think you can guess, I'd definitely be uh, keen to just yeah hit us up in our DMs because we yeah. know what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's funny because there's more and more people are starting to know about it, except nobody, still nobody guessed, which means everyone who does know about it has kept it very tight-lipped. I actually did a TikTok live uh, with a few girls the other week and one of those girls knew the secret. Yes, I was watching that live. I was watching watching that. Yeah. and she was like, someone said to her, I think it was Jenna. She was like, yeah, you know, she's like, wait, you know, the secret. Like, why do you know the secret? Oh, and I mean, like, like, because Jenna's I know so how to keep a secret. Like I, she said something <laughs> along those lines about like, I know how to keep a secret, but it was yes. hilarious when I mentioned the secret and Amanda's face kind of just fully was like oh yep I I definitely know what this secret is and everyone else was like oh, I can't wait to find out and there's Amanda in the bottom corner like oh yep I already know what this secret is I didn't is. see that I, <laughs> I'm so tempted to message Jenna and go I know what the secret yeah she knows we know she knows because I okay, put the little like, face Jenna knows on what the secret is now oh, Jenna knows oh she what does yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh no she doesn't I told her the first one I told her the first one. I didn't tell her the second one yet because I intentionally did that to tease her. So she doesn't know the second one yet. So, yeah, you can probably still do that. I She's probably going to listen to this too because she knows she knows what the first secret is and she knows that I was telling it on this podcast. So she'll probably be listening to this chuckling as well mm. if we leave this party oh. and she gets to hear it. <laughs> Jenna, <laughs> if you are listening, Jenna, we know what the second one is. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's right. very exciting. It's going it's to be very worth exciting, it. Like, yeah. It's worth the wait. Very much. Yeah, like I think some people like there's been um, like a lot of like hyping up things and then they turn out to be not great. I'm not doing that to you. I promise you. No. Trust me, I'm hyping you up for something that's very much worth the hype. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to like fail. It's not going to be like, oh, right, that's what she was talking about. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> no. No, it's worth the wait, guys, definitely. So keep an eye out for it. Okay, favourite colour? Green. Can you tell from what I'm wearing? <laughs> Do you know what? Um, because I got the picture of your um, website when I... I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Am I wearing the same shirt? No, I'm wearing... No, one. it's slightly different, but it is green. It's green, though. No. <laughs> and I was like... You know what? I just picked it and I had to pick a theme. And I was like, well, she's wearing like a green jumper. So the color of the announcement is going to be green. And I was really loving that color scheme, to be honest. So yeah, yeah. I was loving the, yep. the neon green. Yep. Yeah. Green. Okay. I'm obsessed with like a mint green or like a teal green. Oh, yeah. I love a good teal Her green. Color. Like what I'm like wearing today. Um, they're like my absolute all-time fave greens, but pretty much any shade I'll pick over other shades. Yes. <laughs> I'm yep. not very specific. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, sorry, what I meant was I deliberately picked that because I knew it was your favourite colour, obviously. Yeah, obviously that's you, what you meant. You knew the future. 
I did. Um, I did. Uh, if you were a chair, what celebrity would you want to sit in you? Oh, my goodness. Why is that question so hard? No, it's definitely Henry Cavill. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> but he has to have long hair and oh, yeah. look like, like the Witcher. The Witcher. Yes, yes, please. It's the Witcher because and Henry Cavill. I just... Like, yeah. I don't mind him in his normal look. Like, he's he's attractive. Yeah. But the second he has long white hair. Oh, Jesus, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else did I watch him in, Done. Beck? Um, which I was, like, obsessed with. Oh. I don't know. It was something we're talking to Shay Tilly about. I think him. he's had long hair a couple times too because I swear I saw some kind of, like, complation on TikTok and he was, like, younger but also had long hair and it was some kind I'm pretty sure it was some kind of night. Yeah. He's in the Tudors. That's right, and, the Tudors, but he's younger. Yeah, but he doesn't have long hair all the way through it, but there's parts where he's, like, got a shaved head. Oh my god! I'm gonna find the picture oh. while I'm looking. I'm I know. Picture. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. I think I I've seen know. it I as think, well because um, I remember seeing him bald and thinking, "Okay, he kind of pulls that off too." He pulls but, it off. He pulls all the things off. I think everyone like needs what to man has any right to pull off every hairstyle? I don't know. It's just it's just not okay. I think everyone needs to Google Henry Cavill with yep. no with no shirt and grey sweatpants. <laughs> yeah. Come on. It's just. There's just something, and I, I think I've Jesus. said this to my mum as well. I said I found my type when I was watching The Witcher. She's like, what are you talking about? If they ha- have, have you both seen The Last Kingdom? Yeah. That, yes. Oh, my God, I can't even remember his name right now. I'm having a mental blank. Uh, let me bring it up. Mm. I'll know as soon as someone brings it up, but he has long hair as well. And it's not blonde, it's brown. And he like braids it and wears it in a man bun and wears it down. And it's just like, why is that so goddamn attractive? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Long hair. And and that's the thing. Not every guy can pull it off. No. Like you see some guys with long hair and it's like, like ah, oh, buddy, you're probably, probably not for you. I mean, yeah, good for up. you, but also not. But then there's just some men like Henry Cavill. And it's just immediate drool, immediate yeah. like what? I'm there for it. No, no man has the right. No. Nah. And really um, also, have you watched Vikings? Yes. Um, there's a few different Viking shows. The newest one I watched that. The actual like I think it's the original Vikings one. I've watched like the first three or four seasons. I think it's three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Long hair, like it just. Yeah. I know. That's so good. Yeah, therefore. Yeah. Um, I just said to my mom, I'm like, that's my type. Just yeah. he's got long hair and he looks like he's from another era. Like if he looks like a yeah, that's the thing. or if he looks like uh, like a like the Witcher does. Yeah. I'm sold. That's it. I'm sold. Yeah. And I'm just gonna put it out here right now. Like <clears throat> I have obviously announced on the podcast a number of times my love for Henry Cavill. Um and Heather Long mm-hmm. um and I have um got into the habit of sending um dms to each other of different henry, henry cavill, cavill memes <laughs> and i just want to say if anybody wants to get in on that that's fine like i'm never going to object to it so i think i might have mentioned this before and i'm going to put it out there again like feel free to slide Send into the dms with the henry cavill memes or you know shirtless shirtless long-haired men from different eras go for it go for it yep 
as long as they're not modern day era because that's not as attractive no it's yeah not, yeah, it's yeah. Not my vibe. go viking yeah. era yeah, yeah. Viking or a fit you know the men who don't mind getting a little bit dirty yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A, hair, a bit of a hairy chest or if you want to try and send <laughs> yeah. some good looking men with different like you know different looks just to see if it like, spikes my fancy like go for it like I'm happy to we look won't through. we won't say no. <laughs> have a look through that's fine I'm also I've like I'm the same with women viking women oh my god right I just want to do my hair like that Absolutely. Like, I, I want to do my yeah, hair like, like just that. Hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like obsessed with like a lead ass female character. Oh, yes. Lead ass, a badass lead female character that just absolutely takes no shit. There's something so attractive yeah, about that. Oh, yeah. But, and 100%. there's not many TV shows that portray that well. But then no. every time you watch like some kind of like a Viking series, there's always a woman who you just want to be her or you want to mm. be with her because it's like, yes, that like that is that is what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. 100%. <laughs> Why can that not be in real life? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, we're living mundane lives. At least we get to live through reading our books. Yeah, exactly. Through fantasy. And, yes. and watching our TV shows. Exactly. exactly. Can't ask for much else. The no. old quote, a reader lives a thousand lives is literally true. True, 100%. I'm living in all of those worlds. Yeah, okay. and as soon as you're in the book, it's completely in the book. There's no there's oh, no yeah. half-assing it. You can, you come out and you almost for a second forget about real life. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, so you're on a desert island and you've got three things with you. What are they? desert island well got to be smart and at least bring some water i'm gonna assume if it's surrounded by salt water so practical um, so practical i would say like i don't know my kindle fully charged uh-huh. lasts me up to two weeks so i would say like fully charged kindle that's like loaded with books yeah i think if i had nothing around me i could read a fair heap in two yeah. weeks before that went dead it'd like, definitely keep me entertained someone would have rescued me by then yeah i feel like i wouldn't need much more if i had that and probably a blanket <laughs> water a blanket <laughs> and probably a fully loaded kindle yeah that's tied it out yeah, I, re- I reckon because, like, if you're on a desert, you spe- specifically said desert, it's going to be cold as shit at night. Yep. Good planning. Good planning. Yep. <laughs> I love, I love that. It's going to be practical, but then also got to hold it over. you got to get the Kindle, 100%. Yeah. The Kindle, yeah. And it has and to be fully loaded because then it will last two weeks around yeah. about then. <laughs> yeah. You don't want it running out halfway through a book. Like, that's going to be devastating. No. Okay. you'll be watching the like the when it when it flicks at you and tells you that you need to start charging it you'll be like not yet no. <laughs> yeah i need to get this book finished <laughs> start tapping the pages really quickly now <laughs> if you were to have a sleepover who would you have three celebrities they can be celebrities or characters or anyone who would you invite and what would they bring to your sleepover and it can be any type of sleepover because we do get asked that question too Explicit as possible. <laughs> Explicit. We've had one that Savar Miller said she was bringing Gordon Ramsay so that he could cook her a meal. So it could be anything. <laughs> anything. Oh, my goodness. 
Oh my. See, here's the thing, right? Because you said they could bring something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They could. Does that something mean another person? See, this, is, this, loophole. Is, this has been the loophole it's that has loophole. been taken. Yes, that's We have fine. had Chris Evans bringing Chris Hemsworth, so. <laughs> okay. No, I would probably, I would probably, I would go characters for sure, yeah. mm-hmm. I reckon, mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of celebrities. Oh, my goodness. Why do I? <laughs> that's so much harder than it seems. Very hard. <laughs> I would probably, I would probably bring um, Shadow from Jamie and Eve's Shadow Be Shifter. Oh my god! Yes. Yep. Like, yep. Um, definitely him. And if he wanted to bring one of his friends, I'm not fast. Which one? To be totally honest, the whole group. It's, it's Shadow plus one. Yeah. Us. Yep. Shadow plus one. Plus friends. Yep. yep. Oh my goodness. I would probably I don't know. I was about to say Kai from um the guild, but I love him and Leon equally. So maybe he could bring Leon with him too. Then oh. then I've got four guys there. Kai plus Leon. I love yep. his blue pollens. <laughs> yep. And oh my goodness. Now I'm trying to think of like women because I want women, but I'm like <laughs> I'm like who? Because oh nah, it's got to be Danny from the Guild as well because I just love. She's her. like probably the one like that I love the most. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I do have a I serious girl crush everyone. on Hades though. I do too. Until yeah. I get Danny. Let me see. I loved it, but they've got I, different yeah, power, I'm the same right? As you, Amanda. They've got different power because Danny is just like a full mercenary badass mm. bitch, but Hades has literally commanded an entire town. She made everybody think she was a no, man, and then she's like, "You come into my town, you don't fight in my places, you no, don't do shit in my places." I get that, but it's, I think it's the stealthiness of Danny that just like I'm like, "Fuck, I'd love to be her." Like, oh, but you know, I want to be a mercenary, so that's you yeah. know. I'm there for that yeah. too. Yeah. So maybe I feel like every time Tate releases a book, I say that it's my favorite. A hundred percent. I'm there the whole way. <laughs> maybe I'm still in love with I Kit. I feel like every time I feel like every time like Tate releases a book, they become my favorite because mm. every time she kind of like outdoes herself. And now I'm kind of like, I've gotten to the point where people are like, oh, what's your favourite Tate book? Every single one of them. Like, yeah. what do you want me to say? I'm like, more this is the thing. I love them. Yeah. Like, I'm a why choose reader, so why am I going to choose between books? This is the thing. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not, I hate right? when people ask, what's your favourite book? And I'm literally yeah. sitting there thinking about 20 books that I love off the top mm. of my head. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, the favourite book that I've books. read in the last week uh, <laughs> yeah, I can tell you that. Even that's going to be a struggle most of the time. Yeah. Oh, see, not for me at the moment because I've been so busy. I've literally had two arcs for like the three weeks that I've been organizing the store so far. I finished one and I immediately like jumped onto the second arc. And I think I've got like 10% left of that one. Yeah. So if I was to tell you my favorite book of the last week, It'd be the arc that I'm reading because that's <laughs> that's the only one I'm reading. Exactly. <laughs> well, that makes that's, it easy. That's 100%. all I've got for you. Yeah, just feel so different. It's very difficult. It's very yeah, no. Yes. All right. Are we going to move on to the he's a ten game? Yes. Okay. Yep. You're getting all of the things. We don't normally give everyone these things. Mm-mm. Okay. Treatment. Exciting. 
All right, you go with the first one. Okay. He's a 10, but he isn't a fae prince determined to steal you away to his castle and make you a queen. Mm. That's awkward, isn't it? Mm. He isn't a fae prince. No, mm. he isn't. I feel like there's so many possibilities. He could be something else that's cool. He could be. Yeah. Not a fae prince. So I feel like he's going to drop to an eight. Because there yeah. are possibilities. That's yeah. right. You're leaving it open. something else that I'm equally mm. attracted to. So yep. let's just knock him down too. I love that. Perfect. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He is a 10 and he is a mercenary with unmatched skills except by you and he, ha- and he has a touch you and die vibe. He's probably like 15, 20. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, hello. Yes. This is very controversial because I'm not into that. <laughs> I'm like, you're a seven. <laughs> you're, a, you're a seven. I don't, I don't like that you stop have protecting me. Vibes. You're not into that. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! I'm way into that. I'm just yeah. like, oh, I was like at three hundred like, in my head. <laughs> like, yeah. yes. <laughs> I feel like it's like, I don't know. I in real life, like if a guy tried yeah. to be too controlling to me. 110% I would give him a taste of his own medicine and just knock him out. Like, honestly, yeah. just don't mm. even try type of thing. But in books, I find it ridiculously attractive because I have, I don't know, it's like an illusion. Like, yeah. I think that I could be the submissive one. Absolutely could not in real life. Yeah. I could not be submissive. If no. a guy even tried to tell me what to do or what to wear in real life, yeah, he would literally get the dumbest look off my face. I would be like, you have some kind of nerve. Like, <laughs> not sure who you are. But there's a box and you're going to need to jump straight back into it. <laughs> no ways. Oh, God. Oh, I like this next one. It's from one of the books we've recently read. He's a 10, but he manipulates your mafia leader father to force you to marry him, whisks you away to a secluded log cabin and gives you the best orgasm of your life. Why does that feel like the hardest one yet? Because <laughs> it's very- I mean, because he's forced you to marry him, but at the same time, like all those other things. Yeah, I feel like he's going to stay a 10 probably. He's not going to go higher. He's not going to go lower. Now, see, this for me is a 15. (laughs) Yeah, this is just jumped up. I'm just thinking of that orgasm. I'm like. (laughs) I'm like, please. Yeah, but. Kidnap me. Like, I don't like being in the middle of nowhere. So, like, that's probably what's taking the pegs down. <laughs> oh, that's like, I'm, I'm good with the orgasm. It's not the forced like, marriage. It's the secluded lock, yeah. Evan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, mm, I don't like being in the middle of nowhere. Sure, but are we going to eventually go back to a house? Are you, have you got a mansion <laughs> waiting for me somewhere? Like, <laughs> oh, so that's the point. I love this sticking point. I love it. Oh say a 10 because we just don't know if we're going yeah. to. Yeah, I don't know, know like, if he's taking us to a mansion or are we just having a normal house? Because This honestly, is our forever home? Sold. In the yeah, if, he's, if he is stealing me, <laughs> making me, like, marry him and, like, yeah. whisking me away, it would want to be somewhere pretty bloody fancy, okay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just loving that. I'm loving that. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. He is a 10, but he's low-key, 100% asshole. refuses to acknowledge his feelings towards you, torments you continuously, but is always there to protect you against the enemy. Or, oh, see, this is... I'm going to say he's a five, 
if his only redeeming quality is protecting me, I can do that myself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like you're not into bully romance reading. See, I'm very specific about my bully. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. I there has to immediately be something redeeming, or maybe his point of view where he really admits that he has feelings. And I feel like the female lead character also has to be like very strong and not bothered. Like to me, if the female character is bothered by what he's doing and is like genuinely stressed and upset about it, that makes me fuming mad I'm just like excuse me lad like you need to you need to pull your finger out yesterday Mm -hmm. so I'm very much like if he doesn't immediately have redeeming qualities even if he like doesn't admit those redeeming qualities straight away like there has to be something that I can latch hold of and then which in real life, ladies and gentlemen, we can't do this. But like in a book, <laughs> I have to have something to immediately be able to latch hold of and go, oh, well, he's clearly being an asshole because he's got some kind of trauma. If, the, if that's not there, I'm like, why are you being an asshole? Yeah, like, you're just being an asshole. There's no excuse. There's no reason. Fuck you. I'm not here for you at all. No, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, like, no. it's not. Excuse me. <laughs> what is your reason for being the way you are? <laughs> I remember like ages at all when, when Hannaford Prep first came out and that, oh, have you read it, Britt? Hannaford? By Jay Bree? No, Jay I'm, I don't know if I will or not because I have heard that it's bully, but I'm not sure how, how intense the bullying is. Like I said, if there's redeeming quality, I'm like, yeah. There definitely give is. It a go. There's redeeming qualities. There and I think it's different to normal bully. Well, not. Not now, but when it came out, it was different to normal bullying because she could hold her own. Yeah, she's a very strong yeah, see, I character. think I think someone recommended it to me and they said something similar that she holds her own like that. Mm. It, and I think that's probably one of my biggest things. If the if the female lead is unbothered by it or she gets revenge or she's, yeah. you know, very, you know, very strong and confident in herself, then I'll give it a shot and I will like it. I would highly recommend it. it. Okay, I'm gonna bump fantastic read yeah yeah it, it, I was just gonna say because that was one where I'm, I'm the same but I like the very first I, Amanda said oh read this it's fantastic and the very opening scene where it goes it starts in the past but it's a very intense bullying scene and you're like yep excuse trust me trust me and then just get past that it yeah and then by the time you get to the end you find out why but um yeah I get I get exactly that as well (laughs) I'm reading it. It's very hard when there's just nothing. You're like, I don't, mm. I don't know what's yeah, like, And I, I actually, I've had this question as well. Like, um, like, do I have any triggers or anything like that? I don't call the feelings and emotions that I get when something upsets me. I don't really call it a trigger because I've had other triggers like in my personal life. And I feel like there's a difference to me between a trigger when you're reading a book or something that you dislike like someone said to me oh so what you're saying is bully triggers you no it doesn't trigger me I just Mm. won't read it I'm not interested in it I'm not interested in it if she can't hold her own it doesn't trigger me no it pisses me off like Like if if I'm reading a book it pisses me off but to me that's not a trigger because I have genuine triggers that aren't even book related like I can actually read about those things that trigger me in real life I can actually read those in books and I can kind of uh, like differentiate between the two. Mm -hmm. Whereas in real life, 
I have genuine PTSD from certain things, which goes like way, way worse than actually reading it. Like I can read the exact thing that happened to me in real life and go, "Mm, okay, like I know that that happened to me. But if that something like that then happens to me in real life, then I find it triggering. So it's hard when like, I think I've posted in a couple reader groups for recommendations and I'm like, oh, I have no triggers, but I won't read about this, 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 and this. And it's not because it's a trigger. It's because it annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like it. Yeah. It's not into me. Yeah, I just into don't it. Like, it. <laughs> like for me, it's like surprise pregnancy. I just don't like it. I don't know yes. why every female character has to have a baby. Like it just. See, I'm the, I'm the opposite, but that's because I like, I was pregnant as a teenager very bad experience, very horrible pregnancy, and I'm never going to have another child. I never got the loving partner or, like, I think my favourite are, like, the surprise pregnancy ones where the guy is, like, initially an asshole and then he turns out to be, like, super sweet, loving, caring. Excuse me. Nobody wants you on the podcast, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel like this, um, like, I don't know, <laughs> I live what I would have liked in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like so when I read something like that and the guy is super sweet and super loving, like I was, I've been a single mum the entire time I've had Constance. I've had partners, but they've never been interested in my daughter. And so when I read those books, I'm like, that's what I would have liked to have. That's how I would have liked a guy to treat Mm -hmm. me. But I very much also on the like other end of the scale appreciate books that don't have that as well because I my last relationship we broke up because well he broke up with me because I can't have any more children so I very much like relate to both sides of that spectrum so there's like there's a lot of stigma about both because I've seen so many people complain recently on TikTok actually about oh not enough books these days have happily ever afters that include babies and that's what they want so I'm like sitting there and I'm like guys 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 I can see I can see both sides of this like I can like I know why some people like it and I know why some people don't like it yeah I think it depends on the story though because if it's like a dark romance or whatever and then all of a sudden there's like bam there's a kid I'm like it doesn't make sense but if I read it in like at the end, you know, it's five years down the track or whatever. That's nice. I like that it ended that way. How lovely. Or like, you know, like, I don't know. I just, wait, yeah. some, there's some stories where it's just like, oh, I feel like. It doesn't make sense. Sometimes, yeah. like sometimes it does feel like the author just did that. Like, I think that's why Tate's books work so well without the kids, because you can generally tell if like a character is going to want to be a mum or is going to be a good mum or if a child's going to fit into their life or anything like that so I've seen some people complain about um is it MK I think she might be the one the most oh why didn't she have a baby do you guys realize how old she was I know like if I went back you can damn sure like bet like people often say to me because I can no longer have kids that I had Constance for a reason. You fell pregnant when you were 16 for a reason because your body knew that, you know, you weren't going to be able to have kids when you were older. But I think if I was given a second chance, I still wouldn't have had her when I did. Like I'll never go back and change it because I love her and she's made me the person I am. But if something happened and I was back in that space, I would definitely change it because I've only now started living the life that I wanted to at 28 and all of my friends... (laughs) 
Like they already did that. They already traveled the world. They already, you know, went on their binge drinking and everything. So Mm. I feel like if the characters are really young, I'm Mm. like, guys, guys, no, 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 no. You absolutely do not want them having a kid. Like they they need to live first. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. Like I feel like we're getting older. Like more people are wanting kids when they're older instead of when they're really, really young. Because I think it's like, it's changing. And I think, I don't know, I think it was on the news um, or on the radio or something that they're predicting that we're going to have like a shortage of people or something like that because not as many people are having babies anymore. And so they reckon it's going to hurt the economy because there's going to be less people having babies, which means less people to spend money type of thing. And I, I looked at my mom and I said, there's a reason people aren't having babies. It's expensive. And women have finally realized that we don't actually have to have babies to have a fulfilling life. No, it's why I think I don't like a breeding kink either. We're wiser. I'm mm. like <laughs> the feminist in me. I'm like, ew. <laughs> Funnily enough, I also like a breeding kink, but it has to be done right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I like it either. It's funny because I actually put I put a recommendation on TikTok and my therapist follows me on TikTok. She's she's not just my therapist, she's my friend. And so she follows me on TikTok and I posted a video asking for surprise pregnancy wrecks. <laughs> and I said, like, I said something in the video along the lines of like, um, I'm obsessed with them. I understand people are, but there's like a reason why I'm obsessed with them. I'm not going to go into that. Yada, yada, yada. And my therapist commented and she was like, I think we need to have a chat. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> writing down the next session. <laughs> oh dear. Caught out. I was like, Caught no, out. excuse me, block, block. No, she's super lovely and she's amazing. <laughs> but I just think it's funny because she can see everything that I post on social media. So if she sees something and she kind of has an inkling that it's something I might need to talk about. She's like, hey, um, When's our next session? <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, book this in. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, so I seen you were looking for this. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. Okay. She is a 10, but she has female main character whinging energy. You know those whinges? I think she's already answered this. Just her facials. She's a minus 50. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, granted, sometimes there's a reason. And don't get me wrong, I have my moments in life where I literally just complain about everything. But like, there's a time, there's a place. And if it's the whole time about every little thing, mm-hmm. it just grinds my gears because I'm very much a person who's like, right, I'm allowed to have a shit day today. I'm allowed to complain about everything that's going wrong. Tomorrow I've got to get up and actually do something. Yeah. So I'm going to say she's probably, she's probably about a two, but if she has a reason, I might bump her up to a six. Because I get it. Like, I get it. I might. I get it. There's so much to whinge about in life sometimes. And I, I just very love much think these answers because you just, you so just need to get it out. You yep. just have to get it out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. 100%. You've got to but- unload it. But it doesn't have to be all the time. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. She's a two if it's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm I sure if it. people could see my facials as well, they would have immediately known. But absolutely, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, like, oh no, oh. not here for <laughs> it. A massive pet hate for me. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. Biggest eye roll. 
But I love that you're like, but if she's having a bad day. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. You can have you can have bad days. I have no like the first day I was packing book boxes, I packed the first 10, forgot a whole item, forgot that whole item on the spoiler card. And then everything else that day went wrong. And I was like, that's it. And I, so I complained to my like friends and I sent this big video rant and I was like, everything is going wrong. I hate this and I hate this and this is annoying me. And then the next day they're like, it's okay, you're going to have a better day. And then I was like, look, I only stuffed up two things today. So we're going good. <laughs> we're not going to yeah. have an episode like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're getting through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. We were very excited to share your big announcement with everybody and excited to see what comes for the store, I imagine only big things moving forward. Um, we will include all of Brit's links in the episode uh, description, just in case you're not stalking her everywhere already. Um, and as we I said, I love a good stalker, so just come right. Away. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, keep an eye out for the big announcement at the end of the month. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So excited about that big announcement. <laughs> Absolutely. It'll be interesting now that you now that you ladies know as well, you, you'll be keeping an eye out once I make the announcement. Let's see what people say. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be definitely keeping an eye out. I want to see, I want to see everybody's reactions for sure. I feel like I would need a after I announce the bookstore, which this will this will release on like the Sunday, and I'll so that means people will be listening to this tomorrow. I'll be like making the official announcement on my pages, but I feel like after that, people are going to be like, "Well, hang on, like, what's coming next?" So I need to put like a question poll in my stories. Yeah, be like, so what do you think this what announcement? Hundred percent. Yes, definitely. 100%. We'll yeah. we'll share it as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay, chat soon and, you know, we'll be there for all the big things. I, just I know, say. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you, ladies, for having me. It was super fun.